the dedication of filming a podcast at night. Fantastic. Don't just love it when your team is so bad they win games and you're stuck in the confinements of university while watching it while trying to self-contain your anger towards your football team. Well, welcome to the Talking Football Podcast. Great. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Talking Football Podcast here on the Jacob Cullick YouTube channel and on your designated podcast listening platform. And yeah, I'm Jacob Cullick, and if you've never listened to the Talking Football Podcast, welcome here. This is where we discuss the fixtures of the Champions League, Premier League, mostly of English football, but we're also going to be of European football as well, and all the fixtures that have ha happened around the week. And yeah, let's get into the podcast. Sorry there wasn't one last week guys i was actually preparing for this life university life so if you didn't know i switched up the rooms i was going to do a video on that but eventually scrapped it in the end if you guys actually want to see me do a university video in the future please comment down on the youtube link or message me on my social medias which i will put in the link in the description but anyway without any further personal life matters getting into hand we will get into the results of what was it game week blimey it's been a long it's only been a week but it's been a long time it was game week number i think it's game week six i think game week six in the premier league so that's for the first game we had on Saturday was Chelsea versus Manchester City, two of the title favourites going head-to-head. -head. And eventually Manchester City turned out 1-0 winners from a goal in second half from Gabriel Jesus. A, a, a controlling victory from Manchester City in this game. Chelsea, I thought, weren't really at the races and manager Thomas Tuchel admitted that. They weren't really at the races. Man Manchester City were fantastic brilliant defensively from Imeric Laporte and last year's player of the year, Ruben Diaz. They were absolutely fantastic and City proving why they're not ones to go to sleep on in the title race. They are champions and they wear the gold badge for a reason, but also you could write them off sometimes with their loss against Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League in midweek, which I will come on to later. Next, which was also the half 12 kickoff, another one which was Manchester United versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa, a well deserved victory at Old Trafford against my team, Manchester United. As you could tell from the intro, I really wasn't happy from how we're playing at the moment. But no, not a good game. Bruno Fernandes missing a penalty. I'm pretty sure it's ended up right here, right now, where I am. Oh, there he goes, come through the window, even though the blinds are right here. But oh, but the awful penalty from Bruno, but we didn't deserve we didn't deserve even a point from the game. Manchester United were absolutely awful. I tried to stay neutral on here, but if you if I was filming myself during the actual game, I don't think I'd be a very happy bonnet. But no, definitely didn't deserve it in the end. Jaden Sancho on the bench, Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire going off injured. I think Luke Shaw from what I'm hearing, should be okay. But Harry Maguire will be out for several weeks and that is a huge loss since he is the captain and one of our cent main centre-backs along with Raphael Varane. And yeah, and also the news of Aaron Wambasaka getting a two-match ban now in the Champions League. 
just because of the stomp, but Kevin De Bruyne did that on um, Tuesday and nobody saw <clears throat> nobody saw that. But we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday. We had Everton versus Norwich. Everton turning out 2-0 winners against Norwich, who've played six games and no, no wins yet. They saved us out. I think early Norwich going down. They're a yo-yo club anyway. And if you predicted them last like I did, I think we're going to have an absolute field day. But you never know. They could they could win next week. They could win. Yeah, you never know with Norwich. Everton with wins, goals from Andros Townsend and Adelaide Decoro. Good, good start to the season for them. But they did have a good start to the season last year. Remember, they did win the league in September last year. But that is a joke you can't win the league in September but Everton good start to the season and yeah I've just I think fifth place currently at the moment but we'll have a look at that Leeds versus West Ham West Ham coming off a loss last time out against Manchester United just a goal from Jesse Lingard funny enough from that uh, Leeds haven't won a game this season would lost lost a game against West Ham. A last minute goal from Mikel Antonio. What a start to the season he's having for West Ham United and Leeds. I don't know what's happened with Leeds. They they play such good football, but then they leave themselves so open. It's mad to still think they haven't won a game last year because this time, like last year, they've already won games. And everyone said they're going to stay safe. I still think they'll be safe in the end, but. Not a great start to the season for Leeds United. Uh, Leicester versus Burnley. Burnley were actually denied a last-minute VAR goal, I think due to offside from Chris Wood in the end. But Leicester, two goals from Jamie Vardy, and Jamie Vardy scoring an own goal. And the new signing, Cornet, I think that's how you say his name, for, also scored for Burnley as well. So quite an entertaining game at the King Power Stadium. Leicester haven't had the great start to the season that they wanted. They also lost yet yes, yesterday. At the current time of filming in the Europa League, so actually not a great start to the season for them. And yeah, Burnley haven't won a game either yet, but it was actually a good point in the end. But also feel a bit gutted that they didn't take all three. Watford versus Newcastle. Watford coming off a good victory against Norwich the, the week before. Newcastle haven't won a game yet. Newcastle took the lead through Sean Longstaff, I think. Let's have actually click on that game. I actually have the ability to use this computer, you know. It's Sean Longstaff scoring on the 23rd minute assist from Alan Maximan, carrying Newcastle again. And then Ishmael Asar scored in the 72nd minute. Josh King thought he um, got had a goal, but it was ruled off from VAR. So Newcastle fortunate not to lose. Watford will be kicking themselves again through the use of VAR in one of the three o'clock kickoffs. Let's uh, so go all the way back up here. Oh, that's gone all the way to um, game week one. We don't want that. <laughs> Let's go all the way up. See, this is what happens when doing it live, not with the editing. Then the last game, the high 30 game on the Saturday, I'll say already, game of the season. Fan absolutely fantastic game to watch. Brentford versus Liverpool. Brentford took the lead in the game. Then Diogo Jota, fantastic ability in the head for who is him heading, but because he's such a small player, the Portuguese striker equalised. Mohamed Salah scored his 100th Premier League goal for Liverpool. Fantastic for him. He has already got 100 Premier League goals, but it was 100th league goal for Liverpool. Fantastic achievement. They, they've led 2-1 and then 2-2. And then Curtis Jones put them ahead, but still wasn't enough. And Brentford came back. Absolutely fantastic from Brentford. 
I've, I've put Brentford 18th. I was unsure on Brentford because I've only seen a handful of games, but they could prove me wrong and they could actually stay up this season because they've had a fantastic start to the season as well. I think only losing to Brighton. And yeah, I've, Brentford, absolutely fantastic already game of the season. Liverpool will be kicking themselves that Chelsea dropped points and Man United dropped points earlier in the day and they couldn't, but they still lead the lead by one point, but also Manchester City winning as well against Chelsea and, and City looked like a, even I didn't think this, but all the media overblowing, it's, it's a crisis, but it's, now they're one point behind Liverpool and it's, it's not a crisis after one game, after all the fan attendance. It definitely did have an impact on the Southampton game when they did draw. But let's go into Super Sunday and we had Southampton versus Wolves. Not much to say about this game, but a goal from Raul Jimenez, his first goal since coming off that awful injury in November last year at the Emirates against Arsenal. Fantastic for him, a fantastic goal and a, and a good win for Wolves, only their second of the season. Arsenal versus Spurs in the North London derby. Fantastic half for Arsenal, but also dreadful for Spurs. Harry Kane anonymous again, scored a hat-trick in the European Conference League last night, but everyone will forget about his awful performance against Arsenal. It's just typical, isn't it? Oh, Harry Kane's wonderful after scoring a hat-trick in the Conference League. Give me a, do me a favour, as Roy Keane would say. But fantastic, but take away from Spurs' awful forwards, Arsenal absolutely fantastic. I've seen a lot of credit for them from media outlets, but They've been well, absolutely fantastic Arsenal, I must say. Goals from Emil Smith Rowe, Bakayo Saka, and Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, the captain. Absolutely fantastic. Song Kumin scored, but um, for Spurs, but it was consolation. But a fantastic save from Aaron Ramsdale in the second half to deny Lucas Moore. It would have been a wonderful goal, but it was an absolutely fantastic save from Aaron Ramsdale. He's proving a lot of people wrong, including me. He's been fantastic so far, and that back four for Arsenal, and that team for Arsenal that played on Sunday. There's a little bit of fear factor about, I must say, as much as we joke about Arsenal, uh, it looks like a really good team. Could they get top four? I think it'll be a bit of a stretch, but I think, as I predicted, they'll get fifth place. I think they'll get, get there in the end. And that's actually a good team to build a foundation on. And I think Mikel Arteta does get some unfair criticism sometimes. It doesn't help what he say with, with the media and some of his decisions, much like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer sometimes. So they're both in the same boat, as you would say, but he's actually won a trophy, Arteta. So I'd say he's actually done a better job than Ollie, even though Ollie's got top four more times. But at the end of the day, it's not always about top four. Top four is not a trophy. Comes down to silverware. And if Ollie and Arteta left their jobs now, I think Arteta is justified for saying he had the better job as he won the FA Cup with Arsenal in 2020. The lockdown years, we don't want to go back to that. But great win for Arsenal, three wins from three, and Arsenal, and well, yeah, Arsenal, three wins from three, Spurs, three losses in a row. Differences from that. Um, Crystal Palace versus Brighton, the M20, the M23 derby, as people like to put that now. Uh, Palace took the lead for a penalty at the end of the first half through Wilfred Zaha, locks a goal against Brighton. And then Brighton right at the end. Brighton didn't have the greatest of games, much like the Brentford game, just didn't create that many chances, clear-cut chances. Then Neil Mope of all players to score at the end, cup his ears to Palace fans. Fantastic to see. Neil chipping it over the goal. The goalkeeper in the 95th minute, absolutely fantastic. And Brighton getting a point. And you could say... Make, was it didn't deserve... They, they didn't, it wasn't their greatest game, Brighton, but... 
but they've had a fantastic start to the season. At the end of the day, a win would actually take them to the top of the league, mad to say. But at the but it's we have false position anyway. We know Brighton are not going to win the league, but weird things have happened in the Premier League as we saw with Leicester. But I think less I think they wanted a point out of that game and they got the point, even though they didn't play well. But yeah, Palace has so many chances chances going on to Crystal Palace. They missed so many chances. Jordan Ayew's chance being the top, the top one. He should have scored that. There would have been two 0 Have wrapped up the game, but no, not not in the end. Just football doesn't work out like that sometimes. Ugh, but you, you, but they ruined those missed chances. And Brighton getting a point out of the game. Now we move on to the Champions League games, the most notable Champions League games, the one I talked about earlier. We'll get on to the English teams mostly. We'll also, Sheriff Teresa Paul, their first time in the Champions League, and they beat Real Madrid. Absolutely fantastic. As we saw, ben, Benfica beat Barcelona 3 0. Two losses in a row in the Champions League group stages for Barcelona. It hasn't happened to them for years. And Ronald Koeman talks of him getting the sack. But any manager right now, Barcelona, I don't think could get the best out of that player, especially Messi was carrying them for years, as I've always said. But I'll talk about that. Um, I'll talk about those games briefly, but let's get on to as I was, what Charles alluding to earlier: Paris Saint-Germain versus Manchester City. Goal from Lionel Messi finally in a PSG shirt. It's still weird to see. I watched that game the other night, but it's still weird. Still weird to see him in a shirt other than Barcelona. But it was an absolutely fantastic goal. Idris Gay gave Paris Saint-Germain the lead in the eighth minute. A fantastic shot, rifled into the top corner. And Manchester City, they'll get out. They'll still get out of the group. But it was a good win for PSG. And Lionel Messi finally getting his first goal, which is lovely to see. Also, Liverpool winning 5-1 at Porto. It just seems to be a training ground for the, them, Liverpool. Every time they go there, they get to a Champions League final. Could they get to another Champions League final? Who knows? But we'll go into... Wednesday's game, Chelsea losing at Chel uh, Chelsea losing at Chelsea. Yeah, that's funny. That God, it's always always an episode go by, and I'm never sure of losing my voice or forgetting it. <laughs> I don't know sometimes. But Chelsea losing at Juventus. There we go. I just need to slow down. Um, there's a goal inside 11 seconds of the second half from Chiesa. Fantastic talent he is. Especially we saw that in the Euros. And yeah, Chelsea. They'll still get out of the group, as I same with Manchester City. But yeah, it's a bit a defensive howler that was in the 11th second of the second half. Um, Manchester United against Villarreal. Villarreal, so unlucky in this game, I must admit. Manchester United were absolutely awful. There's a goal in the second half of Villarreal. And then Manchester United goal, a brilliant goal from Alex Tellers. His first goal for the club set up from Bruno Fernandes. It's actually a clip of someone in the crowd going, oh, what was that? And then bang, and the crowd went mad. But the crowd got even, the crowd was, I want to say the crowd was absolutely wonderful for that game at Old Trafford. So big up to everyone who went on Wednesday. But the goal from Cristiano Ronaldo is absolute bundle. Fantastic work rate from Cavani and Lingard to get in the box. Across from Fred. Never thought I'd tear across from Fred in my life. But then Lingard controlled it brilliantly. And uh, Cristiano Ronaldo got on the end of it. And the crowd went absolutely mental. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, lucky again. <laughs> How many times is there luck for this manager? I don't trust Ollie at all. I'll get on to the Everton game later, but oh, but 
but a good, a good win in the end, absolutely need. If we drew that, I would have no confidence again through the group, especially with the two games against Atalanta coming up in the Champions League, the next game to the Champions League. But good win, definitely needed, but awful performance. And now let's go into game week seven games, the last game before the international break. I'll be back in two weeks. I'll say that now, I'll be back in two weeks for the next games, which will be match week Eight. So let's get into the first game, which is Manchester United versus Everton at half 12 to, well, tomorrow of time of recording. But um, Manchester United, Everton, Everton will be without their best players, I've heard today. Man Manchester United should have confidence of winning against Villarreal the way they did, but I don't think the performance will be great. But I'm still going to go for a 2 1 victory because it's never comfortable under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So I'm going to go Manchester United 2, Everton 1. Chelsea versus Southampton. Chelsea coming off two losses in a row against Manchester City and Juventus. Well, I think Chelsea are going to bounce back in this one against Southampton, who lost against Wolves. I'm going to go for a 3-0 Chelsea victory. But you never know, South Southampton did draw at the Etihad, so you never know. Wolves versus Newcastle, both are struggling at the moment, even though Wolves have got two, two wins and Newcastle don't. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Wolves win in this game and Raul Jimenez to start scoring again, as like he did last week. Burnley versus Norwich, two teams who haven't won a game yet. But I think this is going to be a one 0 Burnley win. They're going to grind this out, and Norwich are going to be condemned to another defeat. Leeds United versus Watford. Watford, who've won two games, Leeds, who haven't. Uh, I'm going to go. For, I'm, going to, I'll keep, I'm going to keep predicting a Leeds win until the win. So I'm going to go three three one Leeds because I think it's the perfect game for them. Because Watford do like to attack it as well. Brighton versus Arsenal in the half five kickoff game. Brighton doing well at the moment. Arsenal three wins from three currently at the moment from their last three games or four, including the Carabao Cup game. I haven't talked about that. We're not going to talk about that from a main eye point of view because we're already knocked out from West Ham. But oh, it doesn't matter though. It's the Carabao Cup. It really doesn't. Trophy's a trophy. But Brighton versus Arsenal. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Arsenal win. I think it's going to be four wins from four. So I think Arsenal will continue their good run of form and Brighton will lose this game. Tottenham versus Aston Villa on Super Sunday. Tottenham, as I said, three losses in a row. Aston Villa having a good start to the season. Let's say half and half. They've lost games, but lots of one games. It's what you expect from Aston Villa. But I think I'm going to go for a 1-0 Tottenham win and I think they're going to grind this out West Ham versus Brentford Saeed Benrahma facing his former side uh, as he oh, oh, I don't know where I'm going there my mind is absolutely wandering but let's not get into the analysis part of it I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw I think it's going to be a very open and expansive game and then the other four games on Sunday blimey <laughs> Just seeing this now. Crystal Palace versus Leicester City. Crystal Palace, a bit unlucky to draw against Brighton. This could be quite an open game. Both teams like to attack. Leicester haven't had a really good start, haven't had the best of starts for the season. But I'm going to go for a 2 1 Leicester City victory. Then the biggest game on Sunday is Liverpool versus Manchester City. Two teams who are going to go toe to toe for the Premier League title in May. Manchester City broke that duck finally by beating Liverpool at Anfield, their first victory since 2003. And I think I'm going to go for another Manchester City victory. I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory at Anfield. Virgil van Dijk is back for Liverpool since the last time these two 
teams faced off. Man City winning 4-1 last time. I don't think it's going to be as convincing as that, but I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory and Man City to start, I'd say, dominating this title race now. And I do, I do think they're going to win it convincingly. But I think seeing from Chelsea, sometimes Chelsea can be a bit on and off. I think Chelsea have played well this season, but I still don't see how they're going to win the title. Liverpool, I think they could be inconsistent, as we've seen with the Brentford game. Because they did miss a lot of chances. Most out of this score, but he should have scored chances. Diogo Jota should have scored chances, but the Brentford goalkeeper was absolutely amazing. I think Liverpool are a bit too inconsistent, so I still think Man City are going to win the title. And I think this game is going to be a catalyst for them, I think, running away in the league, in the league now. But tell me, guys, what you thought of my predictions. Remember to leave your predictions in the comments or tell me off by following me on Talking Football Podcast on Instagram. Remember, guys, you need to be yourself. You can't be no one else. I've been Jake Cullip. And yeah, guys, see you in two weeks. And peace. Piss bit there.